Welcome to the following presentation from IMG, America's home for college sports, on 99.5 and 1027 ESPN. Your exclusive radio home for Richmond Spiders football. Live from Outback Steakhouse, 7917 West Broad Street. This is the Spider Sports Line with head football coach Russ Huseman. Today's show is brought to you by UPS, the University of Richmond School of Professional and Continuing Studies, Lux Chevrolet, Food Lion, and Outback Steakhouse. Be a part of the show. Call us at 521-8501. Send your tweet to at Spider Voice. Text us. 804-638-9508 or send an email to spidersportsline at richmond.edu Chenault got a touchdown late last week back to throw, pulls it down, runs up the middle to the 5, to the 1, he dives, he's into the end zone touchdown, reach it all carries it in and the Spiders get on the board here with 2.10 left 28-9 and Richmond will now go for the extra point here now live, here's the voice of the Spiders Bob Black and head coach Russ Huseman this is the Spider Sports Line on 99.5 and 1027 ESPN and the Spider IMG Sports Network. It is the season finale, the football season finale of the Spider Sports Line this afternoon. So one more time, welcome to Outback Steakhouse, 7917 West Broad Street, as we complete what I like to call our unprecedented 11th consecutive season at Outback Steakhouse with our Spider Sports Line and our lunchtime show. And I'm going to say right off the bat, we really appreciate the folks here at Outback for hosting this show year in and year out. I don't think you'll find too many coaches shows really across the country that stay at one location for that many years. So tip of the cap to our folks here at Outback for hosting our show week in and week out. And while you're cheering, give yourself a round of applause because if you made it out today, you are more than a fair weather fan because the weather is not fair out there today. So those of you that are in the restaurant today, we really do appreciate your support all year long, but especially today with the elements the way they are. So with that as a backdrop, we welcome you to the program. You heard the numbers. We hope you'll be a part of the show, 521-8501. If you'd like to dial in, talk with Coach Huseman. We'll have John Yarborough, Spider Senior Captain, will be joining us in a little bit as well. You can text us at 638 638- 9508 email spider sports line at richmond.edu and if you're in the house if you're in the restaurant just bring your questions up and we'll be glad to get them answered for you coach good afternoon welcome uh how are you today uh doing fine doing okay yep all right is this week any different from a practice standpoint and what you do and just how guys kind of react it's the last week of the season i'll tell you this i walked by justin rubin yesterday in front of the Robin Center as he was walking to practice. And he looked at me and he said, my last padded practice. This yeah. is my last padded practice. And he shook my hand and off he went. It, it's got to resonate with these guys to some extent, correct? Well, I hope it, it, the, the, it resonates that we're playing William and Mary. Yeah. And it's such a big rivalry, huge game on both sides. Uh, and, uh, you know, I think – they're excited to play the Capital Cup against William and Mary, so you know that makes it that makes it special this week. What do you do from a, a senior perspective, if anything? Uh, uh, do you do you sense that they have a little different approach, knowing as as Justin said, you know, you're going through these things for the last time. This has been such a part of your life for a long time, but at least at the University of Richmond for four and five years. 
No, I just I just know that, uh, and I love Ruben. I mean, he's showed up every week and played well and practiced hard and and is committed to this program. Yarbrough, who we're going to have on here, uh, you know that that's all you think about. You don't think about well, it's their last game. All I think about is what they've done for this program, the type of people that they are. Um, so. You know, it hasn't crossed my mind, uh, you know, where, well, what are the seniors thinking at at this point in time? You know, William and Mary have the same emotions. A lot of their guys, too. It'll be their last time, and it'll be senior day for them, uh, their last home game. So, um, you know, it's, uh, you know, I just, I think, I think they're excited to play, which is a good thing, obviously. Mm -hmm. Well, before we get to this last game, talk a little bit about the last game, which was Maine at Robin Stadium Saturday, which obviously didn't end the way the Spiders wanted it to. This is, you know, we say this all the time. We haven't seen Maine in a while, but they always put a solid competitive team on the field. Maybe not the flashiest team, maybe not the team we talk about an awful lot, but boy, they are a solid, talented football team, aren't they? Yeah, I mean, they're they're good, and uh, their coaches have done a great job with them. Uh, you know, they're playing with confidence. I think beating New Hampshire early mm-hmm. uh, really helped them, springboard them uh, to, to, to play like they're, they're playing. Um, but, uh, you know, and we knew they were going to be really, really good on defense. They got some really talented defensive players. And uh, so we, uh, you know, we knew it was going to be tough. Um, but, uh, you know, we're, we're – Again, they're they're in, obviously they clinched a share in that game, and and so they'll be in the playoffs, and uh, you know, great year for them this year. They really have solid linebackers, it seems. I mean, they get a lot of quarterback sacks, but it doesn't just come from their defensive front. I mean, the Spiders were really good at getting quarterback sacks as well. We get a lot from our defensive line. Yeah. It seems like their linebackers um, really really control their defense. Yeah, I think their front six are really good, uh, you know, all the way across the board. And, you know, I know John can probably talk a little bit more about their personnel. But, um, you know, they actually I, – I think they may have had one sack in, in our game. Yeah. And so our offensive line did a great job. Our coaches, you know, gave us a chance to get the ball out. Um, you know, it was tough sled and run in the football. But, uh, you know, I, I, I'm proud of our offensive line for the job that they did. And, and uh, But Maine's got a good football team. We will uh, preview the William & Mary game coming up as well, and then John Yarbrough is going to join us today, the Spiders' senior captain who has played all over that offensive line and has been there week in and week out, certainly, for the Spiders. And, And you've sung their praises really all year long. Russ, and it's been a depleted group. Three of those guys have been there week in and week out. Uh, injury or no injury, they've been there. And as you said, for the most part, the offensive line has, has held up. Maybe not so much in the running game as, as the pass game, but they've really held up. It's a great group. Um, great room. Uh, you know, I know Coach Ross brags about them all the time. Loves walking in there every day. And, uh, you know, we'll miss John, obviously, next year. But, you know, we'll get some guys back that are injured. Some of the freshmen that had to play this year, you know, got got some experience. Um, but you're right, three guys, uh, Setapani, uh, John, and uh, Tim Coleman, mm-hmm. you know, were warriors all year. And even to an extent, Clayton, I know Clayton missed a couple games, but, uh, you know, for the most part, those three guys have lined up and, and played a bunch of snaps for us and, and, and have done a great job. Then you got a couple of true freshmen who you did play, and I guess could still play Saturday, right? Foster Singleton and Joe Moore. Uh, can you gauge yet how much that kind of experience will help them when they move 
move forward to the next four years that they actually did get to play some in what will turn out to be their red shirt year. Yeah, well, I think Foster for sure because, you know, he started multiple games and, and played, you know, the 60, 70 snaps. And, uh, you know, Joe, we kind of – we put him on the shelf here. Uh, now he can play this week again, but to keep his fourth game, he had played earlier – and uh, but not you know he he had significant snaps I can't remember the game it was uh, but he had a bunch of snaps in one game this year and and uh, so we actually haven't put him in a game uh, you know even last week and then this week he's eligible to play and and uh, so um, but Foster I think is a great learning experience for him and he held up really well he's only 260 right now and but he's athletic and, and smart and you know, I think I think eventually, you know, he'll be a 295-pound guy that'll be an excellent player. Is that the key with those true freshmen that you just need to get them in the weight room? That experience yeah. is one thing, but putting them out there in these games against Maine and teams like that at at that weight, that you just got to get them in the weight room in the dining hall, right? Well, we had we had the uh, <laughs> you know we've had quite a few scouts out, uh, and uh, you know I know Giant Scout was out and and uh, the other day and. Uh, obviously thought the world of Yarbs and, and, but yesterday, you know, I was pointing out, you know, some of the guys, uh, you know, that are, that, that potentially have chances. And, and he kind of looked across, he said, uh, who's number 78. And that was Joe Moore. He said, wow, that's a good looking dude. And so Joe <laughs> right now, Joe looks the part. Um, he's not, he doesn't play the part obviously because of his young, his, his youth, but, uh, you know, so, you know, I think the, it's a bright future for him. I think it's a bright future for Foster. Um, and then all the guys will get coming back, Jack Doherty and Taz Sumter and those guys coming back. Um, and I like where we are next year. Even though you lose John, which will kill you, or not kill you, but it'll hurt because he's such a great leader and, and, and a tremendous person too and well, an excellent player. Let's break this down a little bit further then while we're at it. Not exactly the path I was going to take, but let's keep going. Uh, Ivan will check in with you here in a couple minutes, and then we'll get John Yarbrough up here as well. But if you sung the praises of the offensive line all year, you certainly did the defensive line, and you got the majority of that group coming back as well, with one major exception, obviously, in Andrew Clyde. Yeah, I mean, uh, again, I, I think the same with Andrew, um, just a great player and, and person and competitor and student. And, you know, him and him and John, you could just lump those two guys right in the same category as far as what they've done for this program, uh, for us as coaches. But you're right, we got uh, Ritten back, Darius Reynolds back, Mo Jackson back, uh, Joni's coming back for a fifth year, uh, which is which is key. Caleb Brooks is a talented guy that's played some this year. Kobe Turner's had a really nice year in there. Uh, former walk-on that we gave a scholarship to. Um, so feel great about that one moving forward. Uh, but, you know, obviously, you know, Clyde's going to be an all-conference guy. And, and so you, you never want to lose those all-conference guys. But uh, uh, love him. And, and uh, that group is just tremendous. I don't know if it's up yet on our website and on social media, but Rick Stowe's put together a, a really nice feature this week on John Yarborough and Andrew Clyde. I knew that. Yeah, yeah that was cool. I, I yeah. saw him in the office, and uh, he was telling me what he was doing, and uh, I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, it'll be up. By, if it's not up yet, it'll be up today or tomorrow. So check that out on richmondspiders.com and on our social media. Uh, really nice video feature that Rick did um, on John Yarborough and on Andrew Clyde as well how about from the linebacking position and i know you're tired 
of answering injury questions because that number just keeps going up and up, unfortunately. But Billy Conkill left that game last week. Looked like it was a relatively serious injury, but kind of hearing that maybe he's bounced back a little bit and it's not quite as bad as, as you might have thought when it happened last week. Yes, yeah, no? Not, not, no, no, nowhere near what it looked like yeah. out there. But, uh, you know, they're, they're, they're taking precautions. And, uh, you know, Billy, Billy ran yesterday. Um, you know, he's, he's, he'll be uh, ready to go for the game, which is a good thing. That is, that's awesome that yeah. he'll, he'll be back out there. All right, how do you replace the other two guys, Dale Matthews and, and Justin Rubin? Well, you know, um, it'd be hard, but, um, you know, we like some of our guys. I mean, I, I think Tyler Dressler is uh, – and he's going to be. In, he'll play a lot this week. Obviously, okay. he's practicing, so he'll, you know, he'll play for Billy. Billy's available. You know, he's probably not going to be a hundred percent, but he's available. So Tyler will get a bunch of snaps. Um, Jordan Payne has got a lot of ability. Uh, just put a little bit more weight on him. Uh, Grayson Overstreet uh, in the four games, you know, showed. You know, he he played those four games with a torn labrum in his shoulder, mm. and. Uh, so when we – after his fourth game, we put him on the shelf and he had surgery uh, on the shoulder. So he won't be out there in the spring, but we like him. Phil O'Connor, we think he's going to be a good player. Um, so, you know, that position, uh, we came in thinking it was a strength just because of, you know, having Tyler Dressler and Jordan Payne. So it, it, I think it will still be a strength for us next year. All right, we'll continue to break things down, but we do want to focus on the William and Mary game as well. There's plenty going on with that one. We want to talk to John Yarbrough here in just a couple of moments as well. But right now, we want to talk to Ivan one more time on our football Spider Sports Line season finale. Ivan, thanks for being with us all year long and today. Coach, um, it, I can't believe the season's already over with, but uh, I was just curious, you have any funny Jimmy Laycock stories you can tell us? <laughs> uh, well, you know, the the one that I told in the press conference, and I, I, I've got a, a thousand of them, but um, the one I told was, you know, when I was a young coach and I was at GA at South Carolina, I came up and interviewed for a restricted earnings job that was $6,000 that really nobody wanted. Um, and I'll never forget walking into his office, and he said, all right, I'm going to give you this job, and that's coaching the defensive ends. And as I got up, he said, now listen, I, ex- I don't care who offers you another job, whether it's Alabama, ten- whatever it is, you are showing up on whatever the date he gave me. Look, <laughs> And I walked out of there scared to death said, yeah, I'll be here, man, no question about it. You know, and th- but, you know, he, you know, he just – great guy, obviously, and uh, uh, he's done remarkable things there. You think this is – you don't see a lot of coaches stay, you know, uh, at one – at one school or one team anymore, like Coach Laycock or others have done. You think uh, Coach Laycock is, is is what you call a, the last of his kind? You know, where he, where he stays for all these years and him and Fra- him and Frankie Beamer, um, and, and they're best buddies. And uh, but I, I was there for 13 years, and and he probably had eight offers to leave. Whether it was Wake Forest a couple times, Navy a couple times, Boston College, um, you know he had a bunch of bunch of opportunities to leave and he never did, and, and that says a lot about his character. I, I'm proud of the way your team performed. I know you didn't come out the way you wanted it, but 
I'm, I got a feeling next season is going to be a, even a better one than this year, Coach. Well, Ivan, I, I, I guarantee you uh, next year we're going to win and we're going to win big. Um, so that's a guarantee that you heard right here first. Thanks, well, I, Ivan. Appreciate right, it, buddy. Uh, yep, we'll talk to you on the basketball show, which will start the Monday after Thanksgiving, that Monday night at 530. Uh, thanks, Ivan. Before we get to the break, real quick on the Jimmy Laycock front, and we'll talk more about this um, later in the program as well, and with John Yarbrough and after John's done with us up here. But we had Jimmy on the radio show this morning. Oh, you did? We did. And oh, he okay. Was, he was great. He was uh, probably at, as at ease as I've heard him in a long long time but i did ask him and you and i talked about this i don't know if it was on the show last week or where we talked about it what the pregame conversation might be like between you and jimmy you know the coaches always stand out there on the field while the teams are warming up exchange pleasantries look the other way and and go shake hands go the separate ways i said well this will be a little bit longer what will what will transpire jimmy between you and russ and he said i think i'm going to grab russ and we're going to go across the street to Paul's Deli and have a beer at Paul's oh Deli, and then we'll come back and coach the game. But <laughs> he I didn't say that. I kind of said it for him a little. Oh, he okay. did say, I think Russ and I would rather go across the street to Paul's Deli and have a beer and chat than stand there at midfield and do it. So, anyway. Yeah, well, he's <laughs> so you just added all that other stuff uh, well, to make us look. He uh, said the Paul's Deli part, uh, which is right across the street. Yep. I've been there. He's been yeah. there. I know. Uh, and then come back and coach the game. So I, I think what he was trying to say was it's going to be a little bit of an emotional five minutes or however long you guys yeah. stand there and talk, right? Yeah, I mean, and, and again, it's always, um, you know, we, we, we did it last year. Obviously, he wasn't retiring. Um but um, you know he he's gonna he's gonna try to beat our brains in. We're gonna try to beat his brains in. So whatever we say, how cordial we are, and we will be obviously. But uh, the bottom line is, I mean, we we want to win the game badly. He does too. And uh, as soon as you know the, the the effect he has on the game on Saturday, and the effect I have on the game on Saturday is very very minimal. Well, it's interesting you say that because I'll give you one little scouting report tip off of our interview on the radio this morning, and obviously it's out there for anybody to hear. So he's not calling plays anymore. Right. And he said that's the thing he misses the most is not being the offensive guy to, to call the plays. And I said to him, well, for one more game, would you consider going back and calling the plays? And he said, not necessarily, but my offensive coaches – know what kind of plays I like to call and run. <laughs> yeah. So if you've got a history of what kind of plays Jimmy likes to run, you might see them Saturday, Russ. That's my one little scouting report tidbit. You know, he probably does with their offense what I do with our defense. You know, it's it's you know, I'll walk in there and, and say, you know, what are you thinking? And you know, and sometimes I'll say, I don't think so or or how about this? And 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 I'm sure he's in the same, but I don't call any defenses during the course of a game. And, uh, you know, and, but I'm sure he's in kind of the same boat offensively there as I, I know what I want to see defensively. He knows what he wants to see offensively, and, and that's kind of where it is. Get ready for some old-school Jimmy Laycock plays on Saturday. That would be my tip. They're not changing you. their offense. Uh... Maybe what a, they're doing right now, I'm sure he has approved. Yes, I'm sure. For the last ten, nine <laughs> games, he's approved everything that's happened offensively. No doubt about it. All right, let's take a break. John Yarbrough, Spider Senior Captain, offensive lineman, joins us after the break. This is the Spider Sports Line from Outback Steakhouse, 7917 West Broad Street on the Spider IMG Sports Network. 
Lux Chevrolet has been the Chevy truck expert since 1916, and they've got something for everyone. There's economical SUVs like Trax and Equinox, people haulers like Traverse, Tahoe, and Suburban, and pickups like the midsize Colorado to the one-ton Silverado. Let Luck find the right fit for your job or lifestyle. Call them at 804-798-9261. Shop online at LuxChevrolet.com or stop by their convenient lot on U.S. Route 1 in Ashland and buy your next truck from Luck. Luck Chevrolet since 1916. Hey, Spider fans, get ready for a night of Harry Potter wizardry with Richmond Basketball on Friday, November 16th as they take on IUPUI. Tip-off is at 7 p.m. Get there early and enjoy our signature event, Basketball and Brews, a craft beer event featuring local breweries and restaurants. Packages start at just $20 and include your game ticket. Bring the family for an action-packed evening of Harry Potter, hoops, hops, and hustle. Tickets are going fast. To get the best seats, call 1-877-SPIDER-1 today or visit richmondspiders.com. Ortho Virginia invites you to make your holiday cheer and gear donations at the Ortho Virginia or Ortho On Call location nearest you. Go to orthovirginia.com and click on locations. Ortho Virginia is a proud partner of holiday cheer and gear. 99.5 and 102.7 ESPN are honoring the people making a difference in the life of your child. Nominate an individual who's a positive effect in the community as the Call Federal Credit Union Coach of the Month. Go to ESPNRichmond.com to register. Just tell us the name of the person you're nominating, the team they're coaching, and the reason you're sending us his or her name. Winners will be selected monthly and recognized during the Black and Drew Sports Huddle. The Coach of the Month is sponsored by Call Federal, passionately local banking, dedicated to being your financial coach. Ortho Virginia invites you to make your holiday cheer and gear donations at the Ortho Virginia or Ortho On Call location nearest you. Go to orthovirginia.com and click on locations. Ortho Virginia is a proud partner of holiday cheer and gear. This is Dan Levitard. Catch me and Stugatz every weekday from 10 to 1, now on your FM dial at 99.5 and 1027 ESPN. Welcome back to the Spider Sports Line with head football coach Russ Huseman. We're live at Outback Steakhouse, 7917 West Broad Street, and broadcasting live on 99.5 and 1027 ESPN. And two men in the backfield with Ferguson and one receiver to the right. Now motioning out of the backfield is Blair. Ferguson the snap, he's looking left. Now he looks down the middle, hit from behind and dropped from behind. It's Maurice Jackson with the sack all the way back to the main 31-yard line to bring up a fourth down. Well, we talked in the first segment and gave Maine credit for being the team in the CA with the most quarterback sacks, and the Spider offensive line, led by John Yarbrough, limited them to just one last Saturday. The Spider defense is second in the CAA in quarterback sacks, and they had several, three of them on Saturday, in fact, against the Maine Black Bears, so kudos to them. Well, let's talk the offensive line side of football with our senior captain, John Yarbrough, who joins us one more time on the Spider Sports Line, and just before he put the headset on, John said, I had a public speaking class this morning and gave a speech, so I am all revved up, warmed up, and ready to go. So go ahead, John. Take it away. It's all yours. You know, I'm glad glad to be here. Uh, <laughs> it's my last time, so I went ahead and ordered a big old steak and got a sweet tea, so I'm ready to go. <laughs> Boy, you'll be ready for practice this afternoon. <laughs> That's for sure. Uh, I know coaches coach, whether it's week one or week 11 or week 12. Does this week feel any different to you and, and, and your fellow seniors from what you guys have been talking about. Right. Uh, a few a few of the guys after practice, you know, we looked around and like, man, that's our last padded practice. We're going to be here at uh, Robin Stadium. So it is a little bit nostalgic, but uh, I was telling Matt uh, on the way over here that 
I've been so busy whether doing the radio show. Uh, Clyde and I uh, recorded that uh, piece earlier this week that I haven't really had time to really think about it. So it'll be more of a reflective process for me. You've been through the uh, William and Mary rivalry before. What does that mean to you guys as players? I think we look at this somewhat as a rivalry of the alumni. Uh, this is the longest, you know, rivalry in the South, the fourth oldest in the nation. The JMU rivalry has its own connotation to it. What about for you guys as players against William and Mary? Well, coming from uh, Alabama, you know, you always look you always look forward to the Alabama Auburn game at the end of the year. And so when I came up here, I was like, well, this this is their Iron Bowl. Uh, knowing the history, kind of looking back at it. And then uh, every game, uh, you want to give your best. But at a rivalry game at the end of the year, you know, there's always that little chip on your shoulder for bragging rights. Russ, was there a rivalry game through your career in addition to Richmond, William & Mary? And I'll brag on you in a moment about the Richmond, William & Mary one. But outside of Richmond, William & Mary, that you can remember either being a part of or the rivalry that caught your attention the most? Um, you mean me personally? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, obviously, I was a GA at South Carolina, and the South Carolina Clemson game was was nuts. Um, when I was in college, uh, Chattanooga Furman was really a huge rivalry. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I mean, you you can. There's nothing. And again, the Clemson South Carolina game was huge, but the William Mary Richmond rivalry, I've been involved with it, and and I mean, I don't think there can't be many better at our level than this one here i mean just the longevity and the cl- and the proximity and you know i know virginia tech virginia's but these this game is on par with with all those kind of rivalries one of the reasons russ speaks so glowing of this rivalry is that he's almost never lost in this rivalry this will be his 20th richmond william and mary game as a coach either in the green and gold or the red and blue uh and you are 17 and 2 russ in this Richmond, William and Mary rivalry, Matt McAllister dug that up for us with a little help because you remembered the two losses more than you remembered the 17 wins, didn't you? Oh yeah, the two losses were killers. <laughs> um, I actually remember those more, more, and that's probably what a coach. I mean, a coach. Mm-hmm. I think that that's just natural. Uh, but uh, 19 times, this will be 20, and out of the 19 times, you know, I probably made a difference in the game, maybe none. <laughs> may, uh, you know, it's it's a player's game, and if you got the players, you'll win. Uh, and so, you know, I had very little to do with 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 any of them, but. Um, it's been fun. It's been a great rivalry. So I've been on both sides of it. Well, we got one of those players right here. So, John, let's talk a little bit more about your season. What has what has this been like? You obviously added a lot of versatility to your resume, playing center, playing tackle, playing guard, playing long snapper uh, on, on kicks as well. What what has it been like to, to try and figure out where you're playing on each particular snap almost? Right. So uh, my – my uh, intuition uh, going into this year was that I was going to be at center, and then uh, moving around was kind of uh, not new to me because I've, I've moved around uh, on the offensive line uh, throughout my career here. But doing it in such succession uh, to where that I'm now comfortable playing tackle, guard, or center at any moment in a game, I think that's the uh, that's one of the biggest pluses I've, I've taken out of this season because, I mean, you, you know you can play all the positions, but it, sometimes there's a little bit of an adjustment period in between them, and I've kind of minimized that this season. Which one did you have to make the most adjustments? Which was the most challenging to, to really excel at? Um, I think it was tackle just because you're out there in space, mm-hmm. and uh, really just pass blocking at tackle is a lot different than when you're on the interior of the line. So tackle for me. All right, speaking of pass blocking, why was this offensive line 
so good at that. I mean, the numbers indicate there weren't that many sacks, uh, no matter who the quarterback was back there, quite frankly. And the passing yards were still uh, amongst the top two or three in the CAA. Right. Uh, so we've got a lot of guys going into a lot of spaces, but uh, we have a big ne- next man up uh, mentality in the offensive line room. Uh, but our, our general like continuity, we know uh, each other's uh, strengths and weaknesses. And uh, also, I think uh, some of our good run blockers like Clayton McConnell and uh, Sam Setapani really put an emphasis on learning how to you know, pass protect well. And I think they've done that really well this year. Well, that's the other end of the spectrum, then, in all fairness. And this question actually came from someone in the audience. What were the challenges with the run game this year? Why wasn't it as successful as the pass game was this year? What, what were the challenges? Well, I think it's a, com- it's a, it's a bunch of things. Uh, moving around a lot. Uh, run game, when you, when you do runs, uh, you're, you're focusing a lot on double teams. And so if you're working with a new guy, you might not know exactly what he's going to do on every play. So that might lead into it. Uh, we've had a lot of running backs kind of going in and out, so uh, just not not knowing exactly what your running back's going to do could go into it. And then some of the game plans, uh, uh, our, our coaches said to us, like, we, you know, we might have messed up here. But uh, I think uh, moving forward we can definitely uh, build because we have a strong offensive line, and if we just kind of go to that next level and kind of have that edge that I think I'm, I'm hopefully leaving uh, with these guys, and I think our run game is built to last. How um, prideful is it for guys like you and, and Setapani and Coleman to have played in every game? Coaches talked about, obviously, the depletion and the number of injuries and guys going in and out, and yet week in and week out, at least the three of you have been out there. Right. Uh, it's it's definitely a pride thing. Uh, Sam and I talk about it a lot because we see each other a lot in the, uh, in the training room, kind of making sure that all of our injuries are minimal when we're going into the game. Uh, I've always, I've always thought uh, to myself, uh, growing up playing football, if I can walk, I can play, and uh, that's kind of what I've, uh, that, that's what I've brought to the offensive line. We'll talk a little bit more about that on the other side of a break. We're right at the bottom of the hour and get some of uh, John's memories of being a Richmond Spider, and also uh, look ahead to the William and Mary game on Saturday, and a little bit beyond that, and what football might still lie ahead for John Yarbrough, Spider senior offensive lineman and captain, our guest on the Spider Sports Line. More with him coming up when we come back on ESPN Richmond. Food Lion is helping you fuel up to cheer on the spiders. Make a play for tailgate favorites like chips and dip, cookout meats, and ice-cold drinks at prices that will earn big points from your wallet. Food Lion, how refreshing. Proud partner of Spider Athletics. Hi, this is Richmond football coach Russ Usman. Tune us in Saturdays all season long for live game action and Thursdays noon to 1 for my weekly radio show from Outback on the home of the Spiders, 99.5 FM and 9.50 AM ESPN. At UR's School of Professional and Continuing Studies, we offer flexible and affordable degrees and professional education programs to help you start, advance, or change your career. Check out our degrees in nonprofit studies, teacher licensure preparation and information security, or explore our new coding boot camp and professional beer brewer certificate programs. With evening classes and affordable tuition, you can earn a UR degree or certificate on your terms. University of Richmond School of Professional and Continuing Studies. Sometimes you have to go back to get ahead. Visit spcs.richmond.edu for details. Buddy Whitlow, CLU of Virginia Asset Management, is proud to sponsor Richmond Football. A 1976 grad of the School of Business, Buddy has worked as a financial advisor ever since. Buddy helps business owners and personal clients manage risks of today's 
fast-paced world by offering financial strategies and products to protect against those risks. Talk to Buddy about how to manage your financial risks by calling 804-330-0711. Securities and investment advisory services through Securian Financial Services, Inc. Member FINRA, SIPC. Virginia Asset Management is independently owned and operated. This winter, have yourself a grown-up snow day with winter tires from Michelin and build a snowman on a Tuesday. Between November 14th and December 14th, you can get a $70 reward card after submission with purchase of four new Michelin passenger or light truck tires. Michelin offers safe, fuel-efficient, long-lasting tires that provide exceptional performance and extraordinary value. Tire Pros, hassle-free, guaranteed. To find out more, visit Dyke Tire Pros online at DykeTire.com or stop by and see us on Skipwith Road in Richmond. See participating stores for complete details. Void where prohibited. Offer expires December 14th, 2018. Whether you're tuning in to talk sports or listen to the game, thanks for making us number one in Richmond. We're 99.5 and 102.7 ESPN. It's Spider Football and Lunch at Outback Steakhouse, 7917 West Broad Street. This is the Spider Sports Line with head football coach Russ Huseman and on 99.5 and 102.7 ESPN. Snap to Mancuso. He'll keep it again right up the middle. He walks into the end zone after he faked the sweep to Collins. There was nobody home in the middle of the Villanova defense. And Mancuso walks in for the touchdown to make it 10-6 Villanova. All right, second half hour of the last Spider Sports Line football edition for 2018. Bob Black along with head coach Russ Huseman. John Yarbrough is our special player guest uh, this afternoon, uh, the senior captain, the offensive lineman. We talked about playing all those positions on that Spider offensive line. So kind of having said that, John, and and you alluded to this a little bit, um, what, like, words of wisdom do you impart on the guys who are coming back? You know, what what will you tell them, whether it's strategic, whether it's preparation, whether it's emotional for the guys, you know, that you've been going out there day in and day out with on your offensive line and the future that they've got with Spider Football? Right, so obviously I'd tell them play every play like it's your last because um, as we saw this year with uh, Jack and Taz, you can have those season-ending injuries that can – kind of cut cut your season short and uh, are, are a surprise to really everyone. Technically, I, I'd say uh, know the offense as a whole because if you know where uh, where we're going with the ball, you can adjust your block to that. You know, I always talk to the guys about know where to miss. So if you miss on the right side of the guy, then, then you, you, you can still have a good play come out of it. But if you miss going the wrong way, then the defender has a better chance of uh, making that play. Um. Let's talk a little bit about the William & Mary game itself coming up and, and the challenges that, that will present. Do you guys even do you hear the noise that's out there? I mean, the rivalry noise, the Jimmy Laycock glass game noise, or are you guys focused right in on here's our game plan, let's just go execute it. We don't care about the rest of this stuff. Well, obviously we want to keep the Capital Cup in-house. Yeah. We've had uh, we have a few coaches like Coach Huseman who have been on both sides of the rivalry, so we want to keep the, their records good. Uh, but uh, you go to, you go to practice every week. Uh, at least myself, practicing as hard as you can, uh, trying to get ready to just whip the next uh, opponent's butt. Talking with John Yarbrough, a Spider senior captain on that offensive line. As we talked about, you alluded to many different running backs being in there. A lot of that had to do with injuries. Same at the quarterback position. Uh, how different is it? I've asked the other guys this when we've had uh, CM Setapani in here and Tim Coleman has been in here blocking for different running backs or blocking for different quarterbacks. Right, so uh, usually when you're blocking, you're not facing the guy, so you don't you don't really know who's who's behind you besides uh, running out on the field. Um, you just, especially with Joe uh, and uh, really Kev, they have that running capability. You want to block as long as you can, uh, especially on pass plays, because you know they can take it 
anywhere. But then Reed has really uh, sort of learned from them. So th- I think they're all interchangeable. You block uh, as hard as you can every play. All right, the essay questions to kind of wrap things up with with you, with you, John. Um, what were your expectations when you first stepped onto this campus? And then kind of take us through the progression to, to where we are today and how much you have met those expectations, both from a football program and just personally for you as both a student and an athlete here at Richmond. Right, so uh, when I made my decision to come to Richmond, uh, I had my parents in mind as well as myself uh, playing. My mom and dad really wanted uh, a good education for myself, and I, and I saw where they were coming from, and that's why that's one of the reasons I chose Richmond. But I also chose Richmond because you compete at the highest level. The CAA, the CAA is, has, I think, the best players uh, in FCS football. So uh, go, going through that and then uh, kind of competing for a job, uh, my freshman year was, was really, it should have been a redshirt year in my opinion, but uh, it didn't end up that way, so you just keep moving on, uh, competing with for a job, um, my sophomore year, you know, I split reps and then started the, la- the latter half of the season and then really trying to develop myself into a leader for my junior and senior mm-hmm. year uh, because uh, as an offensive lineman, you can only affect the game so much. You're blocking, but uh, off the field, uh, you can, you know, make sure people are doing the right thing and push them in the right direction, you know, to work hard because it does pay off in the long run. Coach Usman, uh, John is one of, obviously, the many guys who you inherited. You and your staff inherited when you got here. Uh, what did you see in, in John Yarbrough when you first got here, and what do you see in him now? That's your essay question. Uh, just a <clears throat> excellent football player. I mean, he's he should be all-conference. I'm going to push him when, on, the, on, the, on the show on Sunday. I'm going to make sure that everybody understands how good of a football player he is uh, when we have the all-conference conversation. I think he's one of the better, best, better and best linemen in the league. I think John also, and, and, and he has a shot to continue playing football, and which is pretty cool. You know, he's going to get an opportunity. What he does with that, he knows it, it's up to him, but he's going to have an opportunity to continue playing and get in a camp and do all those things. So, you know, he, there's not many people that can say that throughout the country. And, uh, you know, so he's, he's got that opportunity. I think, I think he actually helped himself this year because of, you know, how multiple he is to play center, to play guard, to play tackle. The first question they ask is that Johnson offense, let's just say he's an offensive tackle. Can he play center? Hmm. Well, yeah, we think he can. Well, can he, can he move to guard? Well, we think he can. Well, they're watching it every day. And I told some of these guys, I said, I said it may be play to play. It's not only game to game. It's it's play to play. Sure. And you know he's well, yeah, we got to go in there. Or if somebody comes in and he sees him running in. He goes, oh, well, I'm I'm moving over here Ooh. now. And, and so he's got a chance. But the other thing too, we we're just getting academic reports. And I mean, you know, he the the two two we got on him were excellent student, engaged, a joy to have in class. Uh, you know, you get that's what you're looking for at the University of Richmond is is right here, and and I wish he would have redshirted his freshman year, and we had another year with him, uh, but just you know, he's 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 a great person. So look ahead, John Yarbrough. Talk to us a little bit about your thoughts on a professional football career and how you go about preparing for that once you take the spider helmet off for the last time Saturday afternoon. You know, it's really exciting that I that I even have this opportunity. It's been a uh, dream of mine since I was five years old. You can call my mom up right now and uh, 
ask her. I was asking to play football when I was three years old, four years old, <laughs> five years old. And she's from Chicago, so she doesn't really know, you know, the, the whole football culture that we have uh, in Alabama. But she finally let me play at age six. And, you know, I grew up watching the Bears in Alabama. And so I've always, you know, appreciated real gritty defenses and just a gritty way of football. And so I try to uh, I try to play like that. And uh, it's, it's gotten me to where I am so far. And I'm going to prepare, you know, with with all my might to, uh, you know, impress some scouts uh, on our pro day and just see what happens. Yeah. Have you kind of mapped out a, a strategy yet on how you'll go through preparation, the, the pro day, all of that? Or does that come after the season? Right. I try I try to focus week to week on who we're playing. But, uh, you know, you always you always have to think about uh, the future, especially at this at this point in my life being a senior. Um, but I think I, I'm going to I'm going to stay in town. Obviously, I've got three more classes to graduate. And so I'll, I'll probably I'll be training with Coach Brinks. And then uh, Alex Light might come down for a few weeks and train with me, uh, which will, which will help me give in, getting an NFL perspective. Absolutely. From him. How much have you picked his brain about it? Uh, as, as much as I can. He's, yeah. They got him real busy up there in Green, Green Bay. Green Bay, yeah. But, uh, yeah, he came down for a weekend and stayed at my place. And, and you know, we talked, and he's having a great time. So looks like something I'd like to do. So I'm going to, tr- you know, give it all, all I got. <laughs> That'll impress the scouts. Isn't that? This looks like something I, I, I would like to do. How much of a RVA guy is this Alabama kid now? How much have you uh, become a Richmonder or Virginian as opposed to your Alabama roots, which will never – go away of course right of, of course you know there's a lot of culture in Alabama that I've brought up here to <laughs> Richmond but uh you know I I, I love uh you know I, I've come to love uh, Richmond uh, as a city it reminds me a lot of my uh home in Birmingham lots of great places to eat you know there's, there's always something to do and you know uh, I, I've taken you know some of the culture things I'll go to the uh the St. Patrick's Day Festival and then uh we'll go to Browns Island to go see a concert during the summer so I have come come to be a little <laughs> bit of a local local uh, here in Richmond. So what have you brought from Alabama to this team? If if we brought some of your buddies in here, Foster Singleton or Clayton McConnell or Tim Coleman, we're talking. Clayton's down there from Alabama. Oh, that's yeah, true. Yeah, that's yeah, true. Yeah. That's true. So he he's out of that. Yeah, that was a bad example. You're right. But what would what would the locker room say? The that John Yarbrough has brought from Alabama. What culture have you brought to the Spiders? Um. One thing that I, I do bring bring back when I come is I'll bring some some white sauce and make everybody some wings. So uh-huh. so if you want if you want a good a good time, come by my house uh, this this off season. I'll make you some wings with some Alabama white sauce. Well, why don't you bring some back next year to the press box, maybe, Matt? <laughs> that would be good pregame meal in the press box for us. That's for sure. Hey, John, we really appreciate it. The times you've been on this show and all the other interviews that you've done with us, uh, press conferences, and it's been a joy to watch you play, no matter what position you have been out there. And it's Coach Huseman said you really embody Spider student athlete, and uh, we really appreciate it. Go have a winning last game on Saturday afternoon. For sure. Uh, thank you so much for having me, and I'd like to thank everyone here. Uh, it's real nasty outside, so I'm, I'm glad y'all made it through the, the <laughs> storm to come see my last uh, my, my last uh, interview. Go get them Saturday. John Yarbrough, great job, Yarbs. All right, we got some email questions and comments for Coach Usman. We'll do that when we come back. Our final segment of the Spider Sports Line coming up after the break on ESPN Richmond and the Spider IMG Sports Network. At Outback Steakhouse, we live by Aussie rules. And Aussie rule number one is ensuring steak satisfaction every time. We offer the highest quality cuts of steak, seasoned and seared to juicy perfection, with a secret blend of 17 herbs and spices, and cooked just the way you want it. So, join us tonight at any of our five Richmond area locations, Bell Creek Road in Mechanicsville, South Park Court in Colonial Heights, Hall Street Road in Midlothian, Huguenot Road in Bonaire, West Broad Street, or order online at Outback.com. 
For all things spiders, whether you're online, on your phone, or just on the go, it's RichmondSpiders.com. Scores, stats, standings, it's RichmondSpiders.com. Video highlights, audio play-by-play, and online ticketing for football and men's basketball, it's RichmondSpiders.com. Plus, exclusive content you won't get anywhere else, like the Spider Insight Podcast, Spider Voices, and game day info for Robin Stadium and the Robin Center. It's your home for your favorite team. It's RichmondSpiders.com. I'm Jay Farner, CEO of Quicken Loans, America's premier home purchase lender. We've created a new way to protect you from unpredictable interest rates. Our exclusive Rate Shield approval. First, we lock your interest rate for up to 90 days. Then, if rates go up, your rate stays locked. But if rates go down, your rate drops. Either way, you win. Call us today at 800-QUICKEN or go to rocketmortgage.com. Racial approval only valid on certain 30-year fixed rate loans. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. License in all 50 states. NMLS number 3030. Additional conditions or exclusions may apply. In a world where dynamic design needs vibrant styling, only one vehicle will rise. Introducing the Mitsubishi Eclipse Cross. From the engineers who brought you available super all-wheel control comes a touchpad controller, head-up display, and more. Audiences and critics agree with 0% APR for 72 months plus $1,000 cash back. The Eclipse Cross is a must. See now showing at a Mitsubishi Motors dealership near you. Offer ends eleven thirty eighteen. Available through Ally Financial. Subject to approved credit and insurance. Price terms, vehicle availability may vary. May not combine with factory cash rebates. See a dealership for details. At UR School of Professional and Continuing Studies, we offer flexible and affordable degrees and professional education programs to help you start, advance, or change your career. Check out our degrees in nonprofit studies, teacher licensure preparation, and information security, or explore our new coding boot camp and professional beer brewer certificate programs. With evening classes and affordable tuition, you. Can and earn a UR degree or certificate on your terms. University of Richmond School of Professional and Continuing Studies. Sometimes you have to go back to get ahead. Visit spcs.richmond.edu for details. Food Lion is helping you fuel up to cheer on the spiders. Make a play for tailgate favorites like chips and dip, cookout meats, and ice-cold drinks at prices that'll earn big points from your wallet. Food Lion, how refreshing. Proud partner of Spider Athletics. You know their names. You know their uniform numbers. You probably even know their stats. Now get to know them. Richmond student-athletes tell their remarkable stories in their own words. It's Spider Voices. Check it out at spidervoices.com and on Spider's social media. Yes, buying jewelry can be scary. Yes, you might not know exactly what to get. And yes, you could play it safe. But real devotion means being a bit more daring. That's why Jared's Dare to Give Big semi-annual event is the perfect time to take the leap. Get the best prices of the season from November 14th to the 18th on an amazing collection of jewelry and exclusive pieces you won't find anywhere else. This holiday, dare to be devoted. Because yes, she's going to love it. Some exclusions apply. Visit Jared.com for details. What's in store this holiday at your local Staples? Missile toner. And ink nog. Huh? I mean, come on. Who doesn't think ink and toner during the holidays? You don't. Okay. Well, Staples is aiming to fix that. Right now, you get 25% back in rewards when you spend $75 on ink or $200 on toner. Now who's not thinking ink and toner this holiday? Give your printer the gift of ink and receive 25% back in rewards. Staples. There's a whole lot in store. Ends 11 17, 18. Restrictions apply. See store or staples.com slash 25 back for details. Want to listen at home? Just say, Alexa, play ESPN Richmond. The Amazon Echo is another way to hear 99.5 and 102.7 ESPN. This is the Spider Sports Line with head football coach Russ Huseman. Live from Outback Steakhouse, 7917 West Broad Street on 99.5 and 102.7 ESPN. 
By the way, that's a legitimate Australian voice that you're hearing on those uh, returns to our program. A fellow by the name of Chad Ryan who comes over from Australia every summer and follows the Redskins. He's a big Redskin fan and reports on them and blogs on them. But we've gotten to know him, and he said he would do that for us with Outback and Australia. So that's legit. That was not somebody impersonating. We mentioned that on the first show, and I want to tip my cap to him on the last show. As well, if you'd like to try an impersonation of that, feel free, Russ. Can't do Can't it. Can't do it. Okay. Nope. You know, you got that southern drawl going. I guess that's all right. Hey, last week I I really screwed up, so I want to make sure I don't do it this week. But I failed to ask Coach Usman and failed to preview the fact that not only was it Senior Day for us, but the 2008 National Championship team was honored last Saturday at UR Stadium, and I failed to bring that up on last week's show just to preview it. So I want to make sure we spend a minute talking about it, Russ, because you were obviously an integral part of that as the defensive coordinator. There were a whole bunch of guys who came back. They had an unbelievably great time Friday and Saturday, and some of them hung around till Sunday. How much of an opportunity did you get to, to see those guys this past weekend? Uh, well, you know, we we got there. The bus came in uh, from the from the pregame meal and pulled in, walked up my office. First guy I saw was Drew, Drew Lackemeyer, uh, former offensive lineman. Barely recognized him. You know, he lost so much weight. And then uh, I said, I, you know, talked to him in the hallway, and, and he said, yeah, we're having a tailgate. It starts at 12 out there. And I, I, I kind of had heard something, and I said, I may stop out there. So about 12:15 or you know so I looked out the window and I saw a good group of them out there and so I walked down and it was Tim Silva and, and, and Silver and um, um, Joe Stewart, oh, yeah. um, Joe Monteverdi. Um, These are all offensive guys. Where yeah, are the, where, where well, are the Lawrence uh, Colin McGonagall. Okay. Okay. I saw Sid Barry. Sid Barry spoke to the team on Friday night. Him and uh, uh, Josh, Josh Vaughn. Vaughn. Yeah. Uh, and then Josh did the FCA on Saturday, and Sid came with him. Justin Forte. Uh, saw a bunch of them. Yeah, I didn't get to see Eric Ward. He was there. Uh, yep. Another guy I wanted to see, Jordan Shoup, who I had recruited out of Pittsburgh, and he was running late. Uh, but there was a lot of there them. Were. Uh, you know, it was there were so many of them. And, and uh, I saw, after the game, I saw – McBride and, and uh, Kevin Grayson, uh, and you know, I've seen both both of those guys have stopped by the office multiple times. Uh, so, you know, it was great to see those guys, uh, and and I mean, it was it was a great event and and well deserved for them. Absolutely, I know it's been a tough season, but we've had a couple of wonderful celebrations with the 50 year anniversary of our Tangerine Bowl team from '68 and the national championship team from 2008. All right, let's look ahead a little bit, Coach. I got some emails for you, Spider. Sportsline at richmond.edu. Last week on Senior Day, a number of redshirt juniors walked on Senior Day, which is not unusual for our program or any other for that matter. Having said that, what size recruiting class are you expecting in order to backfill the roster losses and specific positions? Well, some of those guys that walked are coming back. Right. Uh, So it doesn't... You know, it doesn't look quite and – I, and I just saw, you know, where William and Mary, they got, I think, six or eight redshirt walking. Whether they come back or not, I don't know. But you're right, it it happens. You know, some of them want to walk with their class. Some of them, you know, I don't, I don't know. But, uh, you know, we'll have some of those guys back. Some we won't have back, but uh, some we'll have back. The size of our class will be – we'll probably sign um, – uh, 16 high school kids and and probably three to four transfer uh, people. Um, 
in certain positions. So, you know, hopefully, uh, you know, it'll be a class in 19 or 20. It'll be a big class. I mean, you know, losing some of these guys, I mean, losing so many, you know, you know, kids that, that, that could have years of eligibility to come back. And, 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 you know, like John, we'd love to have him back. And then last year, Alex Light had played. We'd have him this year if he had a fifth year. And, yeah. you know, sometimes that really, you know, we bit the bullet. We made the decision. We're going to redshirt him. Um, and the only guy that didn't redshirt was Mike Breckeridge, the punter. And so, you know, we're trying to we're trying to redshirt as many as we can. But you know, there there were so many fourth year Justin Rubin. You know, mm-hmm. boy, it'd be nice to have him back. He next would love year. to be back. You can tell. Uh, by so there's so many of those guys that that were losing. Um, you know that that probably could be coming back now now obviously with Brissett with the injury you know he can come back next year um so sometimes you know that fourth year if you get injured it it, it kind of at the time you're thinking man this isn't fun but then you think well I'll be standing here's third game of the year next year and saying looking out there and thank you we got him so um how much you know, of this will you accomplish on this early signing date that's happening again right well we hope to sign uh you know, 12 to 14 high school kids. Uh, so we'll be close to being done, you know, with the high school guys and then continue work the transfers and any other high school guys. All right, one more email question. Uh, Coach, knowing obviously the season hasn't gone the way any of us would have liked, if you could go back and do anything differently, what would that be? I think there's an easy answer to that, Russ. Don't have all the injuries. Well, <laughs> but beyond you know, that, what would you do? That's part of it. Um, you know, it was – it was tough. Um, you know, we, we got to – I just got to kind of go back and look at the whole program mm-hmm. uh, from top to bottom, uh, you know, and, and, and figure out what we got to do to be better, how we practice, when we practice, you know, is our morning practice is better. Uh, you know, what all that's on the table. Um, you know, so we're going to – you know, when – all we're focused on right now is William and Mary. Uh, Sunday morning, I'll get in there early and I'll start formulating some thoughts and and then as we move forward, you know the direction we want to go. But uh, there's a lot of good players coming back, um, no question about that. And you know we'll get some guys back that that, that were banged up this year. Uh, and uh, you know we, you know I, again I'll put it back. You know I'm sure we didn't play as well as we needed to, obviously, but. You know, I'm not sure if we coached as well as we needed to. Matter of fact, I'm sure that we can we can coach a whole lot better, and uh, that'll be some points of emphasis moving forward too. So, uh, me included, I mean, I I have to do a better job, um, and, and I and I will, and and I'm just telling, I'm telling you, we, we're going to be good next year, and we're going to win next year, and 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 I feel so bad for the people here and our fans, and our seniors. You know, I, I do feel really uh, responsible for what happened this year, and it, it all comes back to me. It doesn't come back on John Yarbrough because he played so well. Uh, it comes back to me, and uh, so it'll get better. There is no question about that, and uh, I'm going to do everything in my power to make sure we win, we, we're winning championships for a long time here. So. Thank you so much for all you people. I don't even know if the end of the show is going You're doing a great job. Thank you guys so much. I appreciate it. And anybody that's listening out there, uh, you know, you should be proud of Richmond because there's great guys in this program that 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 all of us will miss. And uh, but we've got great guys coming back. Good players. Good people. And uh, 
you know, we're, we're going to, we'll, we'll get it, we'll get it fixed. And those guys leaving, will leave a legacy that will help those guys that are coming back beginning next year as well. And I want to thank you again, uh, every week on this show, our audience always enjoys interacting with you and whether it's just sitting in your office, talking to you on a Friday morning that I love to do or pre or post game or halftime interviews. You're great on the halftime <laughs> interviews. So I'm we'll get better next year too. I hope you do. Our ratings will skyrocket. We, Chris and I can't wait for halftime to hear you with Matt down there on the side. But anyway, we, all do really appreciate um, the accessibility that you give to us and we believe you coach we're coming back in 2019 so Thanks, thank you Ross. Really appreciate, appreciate it. it thank you man so right. much and again everybody here today specifically with the weather but all year long we really do appreciate your support of our program here at outback and of course of spider football in general john yarborough best to you saturday and best to you with your football future thanks to mitchell bradley who's produced on location every week and matt joseph's back in the studio and matt mcallister for getting the players here week in and week out and particularly to all of you who have been here at the restaurant and who have tuned into the spider sports line football edition the basketball show starts the monday after thanksgiving at glory days out on the west end from 5 30 to 6 30 on monday nights we will see you out there tune us in saturday last game of the year at william and mary capital cup coming up our airtime at 1 30 the game at two right here on espn richmond and the spider img sports network You've been listening to the Spider Sports Line with head football coach Russ Huseman live from Outback Steakhouse, 7917 West Broad Street. Today's show is brought to you by UPS, the University of Richmond School of Professional and Continuing Studies, Lux Chevrolet, Food Lion, and Outback Steakhouse. For the latest Spider Sports news and updates, visit richmondspiders.com on your computer, mobile device, and tablet. Plus, like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. Thanks for listening to Richmond Athletics on the Spider IMG.